0: and we'll read from Hafiz. A short one. Your camel is loaded to sing. The camel is loaded to sing. Look what good poetry can do. Untie the knot in the burlap sack and lift the golden falcon out. I'll read one other. A Forest Herb. Some poets have the skill to talk about God without ever using any of his pseudonyms. Some have such skill you do not need to walk to the river with your bucket. They with with, with words magnetism can coax Venus from their primal orbit and steal from her mouth the one drop of miraculous dew She has been collecting in her veins since time began, since time said, I am. I will wear all the common garb of the tongue if it will win me your friendship. I will turn myself into a forest herb if you will allow me to apply this to your wounds."
1: That's deep. <laughs> so, I'm gonna continue um, from where I began before the meditation. And it is very interesting. During, during the meditation, um, you know, one of the things that is important is to understand, as I was saying earlier, really what we're doing here in Interlight Ministries in this process of awakening to the truth of who we are as the soul, and the soul's oneness with God from which it came. But in this journey through life, the life of the soul, the journey of the soul, into all the different aspects of God's creation, well, where we find ourselves here now in this aspect of God's creation called time and space, there are these different expressions, and it is by participation that we do awaken to all these different levels of creation. So I'm going to go into some of this creation in a way that maybe we can begin to more fully understand as far as that journey, even in the physical dimension. But really, ultimately, anything we describe having to do with evolution or the physical imagination, the emotions or the mind or the unconscious, is just to have greater clarity and understanding that as we do walk through these different levels or realms, that we can see our way more clearly to find our way through to get free, to fulfill that which we're to fulfill so that we can continue that journey of liberation and freedom from this realm of reflection. And all this is based upon frequency, movement, vibration, So many different words. And there's a lot out there these days called information. And most of that is really of the mind. So some of this talk may sound a little bit like information or the mind, but that's only to help give some understanding or clarity so that we can find our way through. And that's really the key. If you can always remember that, regardless of the information you're receiving, to see if that information can serve you and support you to wake up, to learn, to discover, or does it now get you more entrapped and caught up in the mind? So in a sense, you start running a mental loop and you get yourself entangled. And then it's even more challenging to find a way out of that. But that's part of the journey. So there's really even nothing wrong with that, that there's learning in every type of experience or process that we walk through here. in confusion, doubt, worry, fear, that's part of the experience here in this dimension. It's when we make it wrong, when we fight it, we struggle with it, is when we get even more caught up. And again, that's even part of the journey. But you see, eventually we come to this place where no matter how caught up, no matter how much we struggle, no matter how much we try to intellectually understand, that eventually we each on our own discover that there's no way of really fully understanding on this level. And so, in each of our own ways, in each our own timing, we all come to a place where we give up. We give up. Say, all right, I don't know, I don't understand, I don't get it, I seem stuck, I don't know my way out, I'm confused, I'm scared, whatever it may be. That's part of the journey, but that's what it takes to finally get to the place where we're willing now to step free and really now move and to change and begin to really now more awaken is that process of letting go. But sometimes in that action of letting go, it can help if we do have some type of comprehension or an idea. Sometimes we call them belief systems or constructs of what we're going through. And at times, that understanding can make it more gentle or easier in moving through the struggles that we all face in walking through this journey and this creation. Many of us in here, and I know in other places as well, are familiar with what we call the chakra system of the physical body. And if not... That might be something you may end up coming across someday, and if you don't, that's just fine too. Well, I want to explain a little bit more about some of that so that maybe we can have an understanding because in these physical bodies, we have all these dynamics going on. And again, it's all frequency. But it's those frequencies and dynamics in this physical, I'm going to say consciousness, not just the body, but all that goes with it, of where we do get entrapped, So maybe as we begin to have a little more understanding, we can see how to step free. And a big part of this, that if you've ever gone into learning about the body and its systems or chakras or meridians or the auric fields and all these things that we might call more metaphysical or psychic in nature, they're very fascinating. They're very amazing in their own right. And if anything, we begin to awaken and discover how amazing this creation is. Almost, you could say, miraculous. What even created the body, let alone the soul? And so learning about this body, this physical consciousness, is part of that journey. But it's not one that is going to assist the soul necessarily in getting liberated from this creation. All it's going to do is give more understanding of this creation. And that's not really what the sound and light path is about. But, as we know, the teacher will go wherever is needed to assist the disciple or the student to get free of their karmas, of where they're attached. And so, the way Jim and I function here is really following the flow of the Holy Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit wants to go into whatever level it needs to go into to assist the soul, and getting liberated, well, that's what it's going to do. That's why Jim and I will go into all different areas in order to assist the soul in its journey to continue its process of awakening and liberating. So many of us, and I'm going to stay very simple here, because I have to watch myself here. I know when I go into these areas, I can feel it right now some of the weight of that frequency of the mind, that I can get caught up in the mind, too. And that's all right. If anything, it's just a game. It's a fun game. I remember as a child, when I used to go out, we had this house we lived in, we had miles and miles of just woods behind the house, just miles and miles. And there's trails, you know, you can find your way around. So, of course, I'd go on the trails and discover other areas. But as a game, I used to do this as a kid. My mom didn't like it so much. I would walk off the trail and purposefully get lost to see if I could find my way home. It was fun. It was actually a fun game as a child. and I had a few nights... I made it home before dark, but it was starting to get dark a few nights, and my mom was pretty worried by the time I did get home. But I always found my way home. And the cool thing was, not only did I have fun, but in going off the trail and getting lost, it was an adventure of discovery. And really, a wonderful thing always unfolded is that I learned even when I was lost, and even when there were no trails to follow, that if I really looked inside of myself, I always had a sense of direction, and I followed that sense of direction, and it would always lead me back home. Well, guess what? Each and every single one of us have that same inner sense of direction to find our way home. That's what we're doing here. This journey of spiritual awakening is simply going inside to where we know that direction home. And all Jim and I are doing here is sharing in such a way that it may stir your own inner home-seeking mechanism awake so that you begin to now follow that Not just the words out here, because this is still my voice right now you're listening to is still outside of yourself. But if my words can help direct you into yourself where your inner knowing is, then those words do a wonderful service. But they are to direct us into our own inner knowing so that we really find that way home. So even as a child, even in this physical level, I began to get in touch with the part of me that knows, even though it was physically based, it was a wonderful outer reflection of beginning to tap into that inner knowing. And that's often what this journey in this world is, is really just an outer reflective process to assist us in waking up to our own inner knowing. I like Jim has a phrase, he calls it, I can't tell you anything you don't already know. But what I can do is help you remember what you have forgotten. It's the same thing. I'm just saying different words. That inner mechanism we all have that knows the way home, but we may simply have lost touch with it, forgotten about it, are asleep to it. So we're just trying to gently nudge or stir that awake so that we once again remember and begin to follow that to find our way home through the great jungle, as they call it here. And part of that jungle is just dealing with this physical body itself. Just the physical nature, the physical consciousness, our own personal mind and thoughts, our own emotions, our own imagination, our own physical processes. In every single level, these chakras, the seven main chakras in the body are part of that mechanism or that journey of the soul on its journey of awakening. So each of those chakras has a frequency, and each of those correspond with the realm of creation, not only within ourselves, I like to call this the microcosm, or sometimes we'll call it the inner kingdom, but also corresponds with the macrocosm or the outer kingdom, the different realms of consciousness, the different frequencies. So I'm just going to just kind of quick run through. Of course, at the base, we have what we could call more the physical chakra. It has more the frequency of the physical nature. We move up one to the second chakra. You could call that re- the reproductive. It also is more the realm of imagination, creativity, reproduction, recreation. We move up to the third one, dealing more with the emotional nature. The fourth one really, we call it the heart chakra. But have you ever heard that phrase, in my heart as I thinketh? Something along those lines. We're dealing more at the mental frequency. Moving up to the throat chakra, we're dealing more at the level of unconsciousness. Or sometimes we call it the unconscious mind. The sixth chakra here, the forehead, or sometimes referred to as the third eye is dealing more with the soul nature. And then the crown chakra, the seventh, dealing more with that direct connection with the Holy Spirit, the greater oneness. So we have these seven levels. And in the outer kingdom, the macrocosm, we talk about the physical realm, and then the astral, or the realm of imagination, the causal realm, or the realm of emotion. I'm just repeating the chakras, but now in the outer, in his greater universe. And of course, the mental realm, the realm of mind, the unconscious realm, or we call the void or the etheric realm, and then the soul realm, and then the realms of spirit. So you even have those seven levels, as above, so below, the macrocosm, the microcosm. There's all these levels and frequencies dealing with all those. So even in the meditation we do here, as we said, our focus in ILM is to awaken to the soul and then the soul's oneness and God. That's why we focus here, even in the physical level. We're not focusing into the physical chakras necessarily. This is just the physical reference point in which we begin to tap into those higher frequencies of spirit as they reside in the body. Because that's the doorway, the spiritual doorway that we can move into right here, our own soul, and then that soul's journey through the outer kingdom into the greater oneness. So be aware of all these processes. Sometimes we don't know if we're in our own bodies or out of body or whatever it is, and it doesn't matter. What matters is where you're choosing to really focus your attention. Whether you're in body, out of body, in between, whatever. You get what you focus on. So if you keep bringing the attention back to the soul and spirit, that's where you're going to move to. Even if you're in some other realm, some lower frequency, you don't want to be caught up in, it's not a nice experience, blah, 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 blah. The way out is simply in to that focus and holding the attention on the soul, on spirit, on loving. And as you do, you'll just naturally move more and more towards that experience. That's the simplicity of this action. But in that, we're gonna go through all kinds of experiences. You know, this day and age, as I was saying before the meditation, we're moving from the Piscean to the Aquarian age. Frequency change. Isn't it interesting they also call a lot of this we're moving into the information age? Isn't that interesting? I wonder if we're moving out of the emotional age and moving into the mental age. You've heard of the phrases we're in the third dimension but we're moving to the fourth dimension? Some people have said higher. Well, geez, if we look at that Let's see, if we look at the third dimension on the chakra system, where are we at? We're about here at the solar plexus where the emotions reside. Well, let's move up to the fourth level, the fourth dimension. Right there about the heart level, But we're saying more about the mind, the mental realm, the fourth dimension, the information age. Interesting. It helps to be practical sometimes and look at these things to see what's going on. So... Brian, if what you're saying is true or even accurate, even in the little bit, are you saying then that we're really not becoming spiritual, we're not moving into the spiritual age, we're moving into a, a mental age? Yes, I am saying that. because the physical kingdom is in a path of evolution, not a path of soul liberation. So it's just moving up a frequency of the physical dimension. Not even moving into the astral realm because this is the physical realm but there's all the dimensions within the physical realm. That's why information is so available these days in this new age. It's so available everywhere. It's just out there so much. Well, you see, you take a jump up in frequency, yeah, it's a higher frequency. Yes, it seems more spiritual. Because it's more subtle, it's more intangible than maybe what we're experiencing now. So we think it's spiritual. Well, in truth, everything's spiritual, okay? But it's important to understand and be clear with these actions of evolution and the action of liberation, so that we don't mislead ourselves if we're going for one thing and yet we're doing another, but we don't know what that is. Because we don't have the awareness and we're trusting in the words somebody else is saying out here. That's why Jim and I don't even ask you to believe everything we're saying. What do we always say no matter what we share? Go inside, meditate, wake up, and find out for yourself And the only way to do that is to do the meditation, is to wake up, to have your own experience so you know the truth, not based on what anybody says out here in the world. The funny thing is, guess what we're gonna be drawn to even in the world? The very frequency of the karmic lessons that are unfolding for us at any given time that is gonna assist us to wake up and learn The karma in that frequency. And guess what happens when we wake up and learn? Well, eventually, we fulfill the learning so we get free. We get complete with the lesson. Karma done. So even on this pathway, sun and light, of liberation, the vertical path rather than the horizontal or cyclical path, that even as we're moving up that straight and narrow avenue back to the heart of God... That along the way, we are going to be pulled by the polarity of the world. Those frequencies where our karmas will draw us to have the lesson to awaken and understand. The difference is, when we're walking the pathway of initiation, we have the grace walking with us that we may go into these karmas to fulfill them, rather than just go into them and then keep repeating them and getting more ensnared. So we go in with loving, and that grace assists us in getting free. But we'll still be drawn into all these different physical experiences all around us, because there's something, here's the key, within us, that is vibrating at that same frequency. Like attracts like. You've heard that one? So that frequency which resides within us will be drawn to the other frequencies out here in the world. So there's a participation. Oh, there's a match. Hey, my soulmate. Or more accurately, my astral mate. Oh, my karmic mate. Oh, my emotional mate but because they can't see it in the physical, it's spiritual, so it's my soulmate. That's what we do. But eventually, we'll wake up and realize the true soulmate, eventually. But that's all right. It doesn't matter what we call these things. We all do it. God, I spent years searching for my soulmate and finding them and divorcing them and finding another one and divorcing, you know. It's just that process. It's not to judge it or make it wrong. It's just to simply be aware it's all part of the journey. There's nothing wrong with any of it. But maybe in hearing some of this, it might help give greater understanding so that as it does fold, that in that understanding, you enter into life situations with your eyes open. So maybe you can get the lesson quicker And maybe it's a little easier. I wish that were always the case, but I know it's not. But maybe you can get through the lesson quicker because that's exactly what happens when we walk in grace. That action of the Holy Spirit brings about what is called the quickening. Often the quickening is referred to as the, the chilling of the flesh. Well, yeah, that's one action. But the quickening I'm referring to here is the action of grace will assist us to move through our karmas a lot more quickly than without it. We can spend lifetimes in a karmic pattern where when we're initiated and have that action of grace walking with us, we could literally just spend a few months or even just a couple years and it's done. That's quick. That's another way to look at the quickening of the Holy Spirit. That's why I didn't say the quickening of the flesh quickening of the karma because we're participating in life with grace, which is loving. Loving brings freedom. Loving brings awakening, understanding, knowing, clarity, truth, the light of awareness. So yes, we are moving into a new age, a new dimension, but not what most people think it is. It's exciting, it's a time of change. Some of us hate change, though. There's plenty on the planet resisting the change, and then there's others just jumping forward into it. So, of course, we're seeing this big struggle and battle going on in consciousness. Not only out here, but what did I say also? Think about it. You see all the stuff going on on the planet today, all the warfare, the movement forward, the pulling back, keeping with tradition, changing tradition, going to the new ways. See, all this is going on out here, right? You ever watch, like on TV, say the news or some program, that you get to see all this going on, or maybe your own physical experience, you've been in some of these situations? What goes on inside of you when you see what's going on out here? Do you ever notice it, stir things within you? Well, that's inside of you. What did I just say a moment ago? Well, all karmas simply reside within ourselves. And what do we... See out here? A reflection. And what do we do? Like attract light. So that pattern that exists inside of us is going to be drawn to the situations out here in the world to have experience. That's how we learn. But if you're beginning to read into the words I'm saying now, maybe you're already beginning to realize, my gosh, if that's the case, is there a way I can bypass having these outer experiences, possibly? If I just handle the karma inside? Yes, there is. That's this action of meditation. Because the karmas exist within you, not out here in the world. It's just a mirror reflection out here in the world. Those karmas, that all these things going on in the world, it's only because all the karma's running inside each and every person, and as they participate in that, well, guess what, they all get together. And they all participate in their own inner karmas all together out here. So we think it's out here, but it's all running inside here. That's why change out in the world is so hard. You can't change something that doesn't truly exist. But when you go to the source, that's where you can change it. If you go inside yourself, to where that karma resides, where it was created. But going to the creator is where you can now change it. So no longer you need to participate in the mirror reflection outside of yourself. That's why going into meditation, focusing on God, awakening to loving, working with loving and acceptance and forgiveness, that you hear us talk over and over, because these are the ways by which we can now transform those karmas within ourselves, so we don't necessarily, I'm not gonna say always, so we don't necessarily have to go through all the physical experiences out here. That's why it's quicker. It takes a lot more time out here. If you can just transform it inside, it can be done. And some things, it'll be a little bit of both. Some things you're just gonna go through physically. Because believe me, most of this is unconscious anyway. But once we start waking up, we become more conscious of it. And as we become more conscious, that's often where we more consciously choose to participate in loving, so then it speeds it up to get free. But most of these run unconsciously. That's why if we do the meditation and just keep waking up to loving, that loving is going to infiltrate all of that and begin to free us of things we weren't even aware of. And then all of a sudden we might become aware of it as it's being released. Because guess what? This stuff is buried down inside, pressed down, suppressed for that, repressed. Well, now we're moving into expressing or decompression, whatever you want to call it. As the light of loving pours in, all these things start to rise up That's the challenge, though, when they rise up. They can be uncomfortable, we get scared, we go into reaction, so we wanna press them back down. But if we can just be a little patient